Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So this is a favorite episode of mine. I am here with what I like to call legacy because I have known this gentleman since he was a child, since I was a child. And as we know in the care pod, I like to not only sit with thought leaders, but friends that are thought leaders and experts in their space. Um, so welcome David Baldwin, who is the owner of BDP Construction Company, voted best in Burlington County in New Jersey. Uh, David, we are an international podcast. So just so you're aware, this is broadcast internationally, but those folks that are local that have a construction need, um, very excited to sit with you today. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. And, and like you said, we, we go way back. Um, yes. <laughs> we, we go way back. So it's interesting, uh, you know, as life continues to move on, you come full circle. So which is kind of what brought us to talking about what we're going to talk uh, on today. But again, privilege being on. And uh, like I said, it might be a little hard for us to help some of your international listeners, but if you're in the Burlington County area, we can probably help you out. Yes, absolutely. So I am personally et eternally grateful to David and his team, uh, particularly, as you know, from recent episodes that, you know, my mother had this traumatic fall right smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. And even despite my best efforts to geriatric proof her home and to purge multiple items I still found myself having this urgent, emergent need to handicap capable uh, her space so that she can function in the home. And uh, so I tapped David to kind of sit with us, just talk shop about that, because it seems that these are the trends these days, multi-generational living, you know, uh, adapting your space for, for that, for you know, the safety and style comfort of your loved one. Um, but particularly, I think what David's team was able to strike, which I don't know if you realize, but to have this need, number one, to have the expertise too, but then to have somebody that just can come into uh, chaos and be respectful of the aging loved one, of their items, of the space, to meet the family where they're at in terms of budget and need, um, to do things expediently. You know, these are all things that I think sets a, a company apart that, you know, we, we tout customer service, but Absolutely. really sets a, a company apart. So I, I definitely appreciate the service that you gave myself and my family during this time. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's always super important is, um, you know, making sure you communicate with a vendor, a contractor, a, a cleaning service. Um, you know, as, as you are well aware, you had a thousand appointments on top of your job, on top of your kids, 
making sure your contractor is able to communicate with you is probably step one to even being able to sort this stuff out and, and manage expectations. Hey, I need this project done by then. I, you know, I have so-and-so coming in to do this after you. So if you don't have that communication, it, it makes a stressful situation that much, much more. Um, so again, that communication is kind of square one for us. Um, Absolutely. That, uh, that, that I focus on as a business. Absolutely. And tell me, you know, having done this for years, what would you say to families? You know, our, our family dynamics are changing, our, our parents are older, et cetera. You know, besides, before you think, you know, before we talk shop about actually the physicality and the tools that you need to mm -hmm. adapt your space, what, what have you noticed as a theme or a pattern that you would, you know, suggest even to someone that's not even kind of, it's not even on their radar. They're a walkie talkie. They've had no emergency. There's no physicality, no issues mm -hmm. in terms of home adaptation. But what what are some things you would say, you know what, these are some preventative measures or some things you should take now so that they're already in place? Well, I would say that the biggest thing, and, and, and you had kind of mentioned, Kip, is, is that it's just multi-generational homes are becoming more, I don't say in vogue, but they're coming back, whether it's um, the recent spike in the cost of housing or whether it's stock markets not and people's retirements not doing whatever, or people just learning like, hey, I, I want to take care of mom and dad. I think one, just I'd say this the right way, you got to plan. Hey, what what are you trying to do with mom if this happens? You know, sit down with those two or three siblings and figure it out so it's not the fire drill when it comes out. So I think part of that planning comes down to one, hey, what are we doing or what are we going to try and do? What's even feasible? Hey, you know, so-and-so lives on the West Coast. Mom's not going out there. You know, whatever that might look like. And then I think the second part of it and – it's kind of something that you don't really think about till you need it. Ask around for a good contractor. Obviously, we knew each other. Um, there, there was some familiarity with it that um, kind of took some of the guesswork or worry out of it for you. But not everyone has that uh, advantage. Ask around. There are so many good services now um, that can check in on a contractor, make sure they're licensed and insured. Um, and it's amazing if you put something in a Facebook group, you know, hey, Burlington County, put us in there. We actually don't do any advertising. All of it comes through word of mouth and believe it or not, through Facebook. So put it out there. Hey, you know, mom had a fall, need someone to, to look at our bathroom. Or, hey, we're planning on senior uh, proofing the first floor of our home. Uh, any recommendations? And you'd be amazed at how quickly people who have had either good experiences or bad experiences will do that. So just that little bit of planning of, Hey, what are we going to do? And two, when it comes time, who are we going to use? Do a little bit of homework. It'll save you a lot of headaches in the long run. Absolutely. That begs a question. Um, that's, that's a curious, a curious point for me in that, you know, during this journey with my mom, I found it very interesting that, you know, the big name kind of, companies, the Lowe's, the Home Depots, the Empires, the, you know, these kind of franchises nationally are thinking about it, you know, or have implemented 
you know, multi-generational programming that are less known or less marketed. And so I'm curious, do, um, from, from a local standpoint, do uh, these franchises partner with contractors? Like, do could a person, could a layman walk into a Home Depot and say, hey, do you have a list of contractors that you recommend? Is that is that such a thing or not really? So the way uh, like the big box stores and whatnot do is, is they have certain subcontractors that they use for certain things that they offer. Um, to my knowledge, there is not a big box store that says, hey, I, I need you to senior proof my my home or help me with this now if you say hey i just want my carpet done or i want new front door put in or something like that they'll often have contractors but again it's still a subcontractor those companies do vet their the folks that they basically utilize a little bit but there is not one um that is kind of like readily available and set up there are you know, some different online, some things. I was actually, um, when, I, when I found out we were going to be talking, uh, AARP has um, an app that actually can help you sort through what's called a home fit guide. Like, hey, these are some things you need. Hey, you can put some stuff in information about your home and your setup to do that. But on a local standpoint, there's not a whole lot in place, surprisingly. it's This mm. is not a new problem that's come up, which is why I really refer back to get someone who's had to have dealt with it or has had a project done recently and say, hey, how was your contractor? Would you use them again? Hey, this is what I have coming up. Do you think mom or dad would be comfortable with them in, in their home with, with their team? So it's it, it's surprisingly uh, an open uh, area that's kind of not really been spelled out um, because I think a lot of it comes down to each situation is so unique. Who's the decision maker? Who's paying? What do they really want? You know, how long are they going to be there? That it's probably not cookie cutter enough for it, for them to be profitable. To to standardize. Right, 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 right. So, you know, I ask every guest what their why is. You know, and you, for our audience purposes, you know, is I I call David and his siblings legacy because, you know, this is a this is a family with a grandfather who was a physician mentor of mine, even as a little girl. This is their father who is beautiful heart, has a beautiful heart for people and a minister in his own right. Um, And then now to see his sons come up in this way. So I'm very curious where you learned your craft and, you know, how you got to this journey of entrepreneurship and taking this craft to a whole other level. I mean, even to watch your employees and the way that, you know, they respected your direction and leadership was just a beautiful thing to see and and a model to follow, frankly, as a new entrepreneur myself. Yeah. And you know what? It's That's a really great question. So my professional journey, I've done a little bit of everything. I, I have a business degree. It's a lot of contractors. That's kind of uh, the oddity to have that. I, I've worked in corporate sales. I've worked with event planning. And then I had a stint uh, with a Fortune 500 company actually handling their operations improvement and their customer service uh, across the multiple areas. So my background's a little bit versed, 
But it really comes down to, you know, kind of how I grew up. You you learn how to connect with people, whether they look like you, talk like you, act like you. It doesn't matter. You all can connect on something. And especially when someone is going through, hey, mom fell or dad's got to go in the hospital. We, we got to figure this out. Just listening to people's hearts and trying to talk through them and trying to understand, you know, what their challenges are and just relate with them. And I think that comes down to, again, like you said, the legacy thing, how, how mom and dad brought me up like, hey, look, someone needs a hand, you help them out and kind of turn that into a functional business. Which is a very thriving functional business. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing. So what about the actual, you know, it's funny, I have a handyman, Randy, uh, who I'll have to send this episode to because he'll appreciate this, who, you know, Randy has been with me since I had my first home. And, you know, he would always admonish me, like, how do you not know this? Or how, you know, you have to keep a copy of your warranty in a box and know the, the serial number for this. So you, if something goes down, you can call and they can send you a free one or fix it or this. But for me to, to even manage any additional information into my brain about sure. a, a pipe, uh, you know, anything related to a hole <laughs> is just, it's like a sieve. Hey, hey but, look, um, you, you know how to take care of people, not so much the houses they live in. Pretty much, so. pretty much, pretty much. But I'm curious, you know, how, do you, how did you actually learn the business, the actual, you know, did your dad teach you these, you know, the well, plumbing it, and the contract? It's funny, the it's funny to say. So as you mentioned, my grandfather on my dad's side was a doctor, an MD. Uh, my dad's a minister. My dad is also somewhat dyslexic teaching his right from his left. You don't want him building your whatever. <laughs> when we were kids and he'd be putting our Christmas presents together, like you see him spinning around the floor, trying to, look at the instructions. So I didn't get that from dad. I had the fortunate of my grandfather on my mom's side was very handy, always tinkering with stuff and could kind of fix just a little bit of everything. So picked up a lot from him and then had the privilege of having some great mentors, uh, other men that, you know, poured into my life and, and uh, you know, I almost call them friends that, hey, say, hey, look, you're going to learn, but you're going to do it. Like, I'm not just going to tell you how to do it. You're going to get your hands dirty and, and pick up the drill and do it. And believe it or not, I say this the right way. And people laugh sometimes when I say this. At this point with the way technology and YouTube and all these tutorials are on there, you got a question about, hey, why is my sink leaking? You can Google it. And in five <laughs> minutes, you'll have videos. You know, And sometimes people say, well, a professional can't do that. We absolutely still, hey, you know, what's an easy way to, to drill through this or figure this situation out or what has someone else done? I always like to say this, that I don't have all the good ideas on home remodeling figured out. Other people have done it for longer than I have or better at it. I'm just pretty good at aggregating all the information and being able to implement it uh, down through my team. And it's uh a little bit of common sense goes a long way uh, as, <laughs> as well. So it's uh, yes, yes, a little bit yes. of a mixed bag how I how I picked <laughs> up the skill set to, to do this. And I say this and I tell my guys all the time, um, I have great employees. I have great guys who I trust, who I would send to my own parents' home. Um, I think that's my barometer for, hey, would I want somebody? Hey, can I send them to mom and dad's house? 
and be okay there. And they've acquired knowledge through different experiences and, and different things. I have a few guys that are military that work for me that picked up uh, obviously training and stuff there. So it's uh, a little bit of everything that has compiled to get me to this point. But, uh, you know, there's no wrong way to do it, but you always got to keep learning. Absolutely. Absolutely. What would your team say about you? Oh man, I don't. Is, are they listening? This is going to be going to be a little dangerous. I tell you what, I, I think for me, my employees and and I've been encouraged. I had someone else who who worked with me part time as he was in transition between jobs, and he said he talked to one of our guys and and they were working on something, and he said, "Look, Dave cares about us and our families, and that's that's that was square one. Not hey." so much how how the work's going and all that stuff the work will get done but if you care about people and what's important to them um, we have one uh, gentleman on our team that coaches like every youth sport you could imagine so our business every year sponsors his team to whether it's for their cookie sale or we bought them a parts of their uniform or you know some of my guys like to go fishing and we do a fishing trip that their families can go on so understanding what your people enjoy I think has always been important to me because I can only be as good as my, my people. And uh, so I think if, if they had to say any, they might have some other things to say, uh, (laughs) but uh, I think that would be the most uh, common theme. So what are your, what's your top 10? If you wanted to give us the, you know, a top 10 uh, things to do for our homes in, in preparation for either life change updates, rehab what would you got sure. what would you give us so I, i'm gonna you know a lot of times you you work up to the, to the number one i'm just gonna start at number one and we kind of already touched on it is is you got to prepare so you got to know what you're trying to do because a contractor is going to come in and especially if you're on a tight timeline what's your budget what are the requirements what is you know what kind of safety implications do you need hey whose house are they going to um, so that preparation it doesn't take a lot, but will make a big difference. So I think right out the gate, it, it's that preparation. And then number two on that would be know who you're going to get. I've heard so many stories, um, and especially in the senior population. Obviously, your mom was lucky to have you steering the ship a little bit. Not every person is in that same situation whether the family dynamics or just distance. Sometimes uh, a less reputable group could come in and see an opportunity because they know someone is on a tight timeline and need it. Um, so really knowing uh, the who you're going to bring in is is a big uh, piece uh, to and, it. And just to interject there, is there, um, let's say, you know, you – Say you opted or you had a, you didn't do the word of mouth thing, or let's just say, right? Is there any kind of, you know, I guess Uh, you do have the Better Business Bureau or like, how do you get these people? That's that's the best baseline that you can go with. Because Mm -hmm. there's two things that a Better Business Bureau will tell you. They will tell you if they are licensed in your state. Um, in New Jersey, um, now to get your license, you also have to submit your insurance. So if they have a license, they are therefore insured in New Jersey. Not every state does that, <laughs> excuse me, but it does give you that little layer of coverage that, hey, 
these people have filed their information with the authorities. So if it really goes bad, there's a way to, to, to hold people accountable, to go through their insurance, to do that. So that that's the better business bureau was a hundred percent where I was going to go with it. And that's a quick phone call or a quick web search just to see what comes up. And now the better business site will actually pull up if there are uh, claims against said contractor, um, Mm -hmm. which again, really makes a a difference. And again, that's all part of that preparation. Yeah. I I speak a lot with families about defining roles from the jump, especially with siblings. Like on one hand, I'm fortunate in that regard, being an only Mm -hmm. child, but on the other (laughs) hand, you know, it's all you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you have siblings that it still falls on one person, you know, so kind yep. of having that conversation early on who's doing what and how, and you know, yeah. so yeah. And so um, what was that two or is that that three? was two, two. Okay. Uh, that was two. Um, uh, the third, and I think is kind of an overarching thing is technology, especially if you are going into an older, you know, a parent's home, like it's always an adventure trying to teach my mom and dad how to learn a new piece of technology. You know, things as simple as doorbell cameras or, you know, the hate to say them, the life alerts and things like that. That's all stuff that's technology based that is not necessarily, you don't always have to have a contractor to be a part of that, but maybe to put in the doorbell you do um, or something simple, you know, safety lights outside. That's kind of a big uh, piece that use that technology that's available, even if it's just to give the caretaker the peace of mind, hey, I can drop in and check on mom or dad at home while I'm at work. My my four-year-old has learned how to use our Alexa, tell her to tell Alexa. us to bring, up, bring <laughs> her snacks. Uh, so I think there's hope for for someone else that, you know, that could just drop in, Hey, Hey, um, you know, I need this. Hey, can you bring this home? Or, Hey, I, I can't find my, my medication, whatever it is. So that technology piece um, covers a lot, but I think it's, it does tie into a little bit what we do because that piece, um, you know, can be really, really helpful again, uh, both ways for the person that's now adapting to this new way of life and the caregivers who are trying to sort it out. Uh, first and foremost. Number four, I think for me is, and this is a simple one, and then we can kind of go into some more specifics, is cutting down the clutter. You, you'd you be amazed and I'm not telling you anything uh, you don't know. We come in some places and for us, it's not a big deal, but you now have to think, okay, can so-and-so navigate through this space? You know, whether it's old big hutches that have been in your family for years that now need to go in the corner or, hey, we need to move this couch here. The clutter is uh, a challenge. It's tremendous. It's yeah. tremendous. I, I tell people, it, you know, if you love your children, <laughs> let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And what's crazy is I have decluttered my mother's home probably two, three times over prior to yep. this. I mean, yep. it's pretty scary, you know, just. Uh, but speaking of Facebook, you know, Facebook Marketplace, I was able to fa- find a lovely family and, you know, bless them with a dresser, an armoire, a stereo system. <laughs> you know, they got practically a whole little house. <laughs> so, yeah. 
deep. So yeah, so you can do a lot of good on that. Um, exactly. Because when you declutter, and this kind of gets, we can start talking some of the you know nuts and bolts. When you declutter, you will see your problem areas. They will become evident. You know, one of the the big things is anywhere you have a step. That is the the nemesis of folks who are beginning to have uh, challenges moving, whether it's steps into your home, steps into a bathroom, steps, um, you know, especially like split level homes that may have a den that's lowered, um, you know, something as simple as uh, asking a contractor to put grip tape down or a handlebar near a doorway can make a big difference or something as simple as, hey, we're going to slide this couch over near this opening. So that way, when mom or dad are coming through there, they can lean up against it. They're not on, on their own to navigate that space. And it's, um, you know, the steps process is, is a, can be a real challenge um, because not everybody can figure out a way to have a bathroom or a living space on a first floor. So again, mm-hmm. whatever steps you have are uh, something that you definitely need to um, take a look at, um, you know, considering as you're going through here, anything with a step, a uh, little bit of a challenge. And which kind of leads me to number six, you know, your bathroom. And I'll, I'll kind of lump all this into one. This is kind of a big one, and, and which is what we helped you at. Um, and maybe kind of before I go into me, kind of talk about what it was like for you to go through the bathroom process. Uh, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's actually a good point because, you know, I always had this dream that I, you know, my mother suffers her physicality from, you know, years of nursing, you know, mm-hmm. multi-joint arthritis. She's left-handed. So there was, there's just a lot there, bilateral knee replacements, bilateral ankle reconstructions. Um, you know, I had always had this, this dream to outfit her with a bathroom where she could walk in, sit in the tub, have the jets flowing, the whole thing, mm-hmm. pimped out bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Time did not allow for that. <laughs> no, no. But nevertheless, she's, you know, thoroughly enjoyed her space like you've given her a beautiful space she enjoys her shower uh you know rehab was able to introduce me to you know not just a shower chair but there's shower chair with the extension so she Mm -hmm. can scoot on in and just enjoy her handheld and the whole thing bars but even so what what i also often teach is you know the difference between you know old young, old, old, and old, old. And, you know, most people focus on uh, chronologic age, but it really, you know, chronologic age doesn't necessarily determine your function and quality of life. Absolutely. That's a great point. You know, so it's the matter of the comorbidities that impose themselves on the person's age. and, And also speaking to your point, the early preparation. So for, for instance, I'm 48, you know, when looking at a space, you know, I'm going to make sure that I have that whole first floor space, you know, accommodated for if there's ever a limb surgery for myself or my husband, or, you know, there's ever a case where we need that whole downstairs space, even for us, like, 
you know, my mother, I put railings in front of the house decades before she ever needed it. Mm-hmm. But for me to have had to think about a railing on top of everything that was going <laughs> on, I think that would have really <laughs> been, been the, the, the camel in the straw that broke the I'm camel's back. You. I'm it. telling you. I'm telling you. So yeah, and, but David was able to really walk me through, you know, and I guess it it's like every woman like, oh yeah, I would, you know, I want the 10 carats, <laughs> you know, and yeah. but still able to give me a, a really quality, nice space for her. And, and I think know? that that's a great point. It's we had that conversation like, hey, look, you, you were working with some assistance programs that, you know, the county and whatnot had thrown out there, you know, again. It never hurts to call and ask around, hey, what's out there? What's available? Um, and then we have the conversation, hey, look, this is where we need to be. And then I was real with you guys like, hey, this is what we can do in the time. And yes. um, that's why we went with, you know, hey, look, we those those big tubs that have the doors and stuff you can get in. You could be waiting 10, 15 weeks. We obviously did not have that luxury um, to do that. So we went with an option that was there. And then we modified it to make sure that there was enough spaces. You know, we put more grab bars in there than uh, <laughs> than, than Lowe's had available. Um, but again, the importance with that is making sure those are mounted properly, making sure there's blocking in those walls so they're not just loose, uh, you know, that they'll hold up for the first, you know, two or three months. You want to make sure that when mom or whoever's pulling on them, is going to last. And that's the kind of stuff that um, you really need to take a look at because your bathroom will be um, possibly your biggest challenge. They make great beds and different things that you can handle a, a bedroom space, but your bathroom can really jam you up. So focusing, I say, on your bathroom is probably the biggest uh, challenge when bringing someone that's going to have some mobility issues home. Hey, what are they going to be able to do? And like you said, it doesn't matter their age. It matters what's actually going on and how can we make this space, you know, function uh, for them. So that's kind of the real thing is, Hey, if you've got a certain amount of time, focus on your bathroom because of the rest of the stuff you can kind of uh, button up as you go. Absolutely. And, and, you know, again, shout out to BDP because of, you know, not wanting to be in that situation, I think is what David and I are emphasizing it here is that, you know, even despite the best preparation, emergencies happen, but having the mm-hmm. time to really kind of get ahead of it, you know, wh- when your physicality doesn't even call for it, really, I think is is the ideal time. That, that's it. Because then, then you have the ability to make choices between which contractor I'm more comfortable with. Hey, uh, I don't have to settle on something, a color of a, a fixture that I don't like because I can get what I want, um, you know, those kind of things. But again, that bathroom is going to be really, really important for you um, moving forward. And something, if, if you take nothing away from this, grab bars and a comfort height toilet will make your life go a long way. <laughs> That's it. So comfort height toilet. If you don't take anything away from this podcast, comfort height toilet and you, and, and you can hang up. There it is. There it is. Number seven for me, and it's something simple, but it encompasses a lot, is your lighting. It's funny. As 
I'm going to use my mom here. She's probably going to yell at me if I talk. So I always try and get my mom to convert over to LEDs and different things. Oh, they're, they're too bright or I don't like the blue light. I don't, I, I don't like the way they look. Your lighting in your space as, as you age, the, the eyes and things don't, uh, don't pick things up as much. Something True. as simple as changing your, your fixtures to LED bulbs that make all different colors now. So even mom can get the, <laughs> the amber color. She could get, get her strobe light going. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Or, you know, going into recessed lighting, um, especially in some older homes, recessed lighting was just not something you did. It's something that an electrician or, or even a handyman can swap out for you really easily. And it can make such a difference. Um, one for, for your own, how you feel in your own home. Um, it's amazing you know, when something's not dark, how much, you know, better it feels. And then just the safety, you're going to see that, Hey, the cat's laying in the middle of the floor and you're not going to step on it or, or Hey, that, that package that Amazon just dropped off that you forgot to put away is there. Um, So lighting is really important for one, for you to be able to move around your home. And then two, for your own safety, um, you know, Keeping lights, whether they um, there's things like motion switches that when you enter a room, they'll automatically come on um, instead of you having to reach for switches. So focusing on your lighting can go a really long way. And again, that's both interior and exterior. You know, you pull up your driveway, you know, the old day was, hey, keep the electric bill as low as you can. Um, now those LED lights, you can have 15 of them and it won't cost you what that one lamp on your nightstand <laughs> used to be. So again, yeah. Um, that lighting is such a big thing, uh, both interior and exterior on it. Absolutely. Um, and I'd say bring us home. No, I was going to yes. say bring us home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, two more things, your, your knobs and door handles, you know, especially as people lose their mobility in their hands, um, yes. something as difficult as opening a cabinet or trying to unlock a front door. Um, can really present challenges, especially with things like arthritis and and other, you know, long-term injuries and diseases and things like that. They, there's so much out there to assist with that, whether it's larger knobs or codes or even electronic things that just pick up your keys. So it kind of goes back to that technology piece or something as simple as, hey, I struggle grabbing the round doorknob, but I can always use my elbow or my hand for the lever knobs, something as simple as that can make your day that much um, less uh, frustrating. Uh, I think that that is clutch, David. That is yeah. clutch. It and really it, is. It's also low cost. Um, yeah. Too, in the scheme of things. Probably number that, nine. Before I, do they have uh, appliances with with levers like this in terms of like the refrigerator freezer that kind of because that's a really important note there yeah uh, for people with hand deformities rheumatoid etc absolutely so um well i don't know if i've seen um like a great like fridge design there Mm -hmm. are assist mechanisms that are like aftermarket that attach onto the handle that you can lock your elbow into, you know, kind of similar, like you've seen, you know, going into the Wawa now, how they have the arm things where from COVID and all the germ stuff, you know, people didn't want to grab the handle. Now they use the, the arm bars or the foot bar for a bathroom to open the door. 
There's aftermarket ah. things that make a big difference uh, on that. So interesting. Very, very good point. Yep. Um, number nine, and this one's probably where you would need a contractor a little bit more. Making sure your space is going to be wide enough for a walker, whatever you would need assistance wise. Um, that might mean you might have to put in a little bigger door. That might mean you need to take off the door. And whether that's just to a bedroom or to a bathroom or something along those lines. And that's as simple as going around with a tape measure and saying, hey, look, mom's walker is going to be here. This is going to be really tight for her. Um, or, hey, man, if I just move that nightstand, now that door opens up all the way, we can get in there. You know, that's something that you don't really think of until you have to move something through a, tight uh, space. a, a space. Yeah. That might mean, like I said, widening a, a doorway, removing a door, uh, or putting other assistance type mechanisms in those hallways. Um, or they might be too wide. You know, one of the things that sometimes can be a little scary for someone is if they don't feel like they have something that they can grasp. If they're in a hall that's too far and they fall, there's not a railing, you know, within arm's reach. That's something you may want to consider of, hey, look, we're going to set this room up for them, but they got to go down this big hallway and there's nothing on their left or right. And it's over slippery tile or something that that's disaster. That, yeah. Yeah. And that kind of brings me to, to number 10 is, is, you know, do an inspection on your flooring. There's a lot of material that was used, uh, especially in older homes that is probably not recommended for today or something as simple as tile that's rated for uh, being non-slip tile in your kitchen. You know, there's epoxies and things that can add grip to that or something as having somebody come in and either put new carpet like you just went through or restretching an old carpet because those little ripples that you can get in carpet after it's been down, you know, four or five years, something as simple as having a, a carpet layer come in and restretch your carpet. Again, very low cost, but it can remove that little hump that's going to catch the walker, that's going to catch mom's slipper or whatever it might be. You know, just an inspection of your flooring in, in, in your problem areas, including things like transitions between two different styles of floor, all stuff to take a look at. Um, and again, it kind of goes all back to point one, prepare. You know, yes. this is the kind of stuff to look through and and uh, try and get out in front of. And, and to think about before you don't have to think about it, before you have to think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, because because yeah. <laughs> then, then you're playing catch up from there and, and that's not fun. No, it is not. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> well, I am so thankful that you have shared your expertise with us on the care pod. Sure. Uh, let us know how does someone reach you if they would like to have a con consultation. And although sure. you're not, although you're not um, international, do you do national, maybe virtual consultations, maybe to guide someone through a virtual home buying experience? Yeah. Or well, I, I say. If they're a friend of yours, then then they're a friend of mine. Um, that that's how we work. We go back far enough to say that. So if someone were interested in whether it be a project they are in the tri-state area or whatever would actually need help with a project, or hey, look, I don't even know where to start, and I live out here by myself, and I'm not sure what to do. Again, it's always about people for me, and I believe hey, you help people out, it'll come back to you. So there's the best way always is email. For, for me, that's our email of our business is the full name of the business, which is BDP 
Construction LLC, and that's at Gmail or Facebook and the, the Messenger app. We get a lot of requests for work or, hey, what would you do with this problem? Um, or I hate to say it, they can reach out to you and then put us in contact. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because uh, listen, I'm I'm going to be developing an impactful caregiving affiliate program. Sure. Where businesses that I trust will, you know, I realized during this process that it's not the act of caregiving for my mother. It is that, you know, Martha gets a bad rap. You know, like I want to be Mary, I want to be still, but Martha is who I am half the time. That's it. You got to get stuff done. You know done. what I'm saying? So, yep. you know, if a lot of it looks like, you know what, hey, do you know a cleaning service? Do you know someone Absolutely. who does meal prep? Do you know somebody who does pet services? Do you have a construction company that can come in and give us a consult on XYZ? So yeah, I will be definitely circling back uh, with you on the these items because I think there's an opportunity even from a virtual console uh, to monetize and say, you know, hey, this is what you do. Hey, you're in your 50s and you're, you know, you're going to look to buy a new space or you want to- Plan for this, yeah. Exactly. I, I think yeah. that there's definitely a, a market for it. And I think it kind of brings up to, to something you touched on earlier, like, hey, these is there a resource? Is there a good one? I think, believe it or not, what you're doing here, uh, you know, putting this information and, and grouping it together and having people come on to speak about it um, is a great start because it is definitely an underutilized uh, space and under-resourced space. And a lot of times it comes down these situations where someone's going to have to make changes in their home come so fast that you don't have time to look for a resource. You, you're just kind of, you know, throwing, throwing stuff against the wall and hoping something works out. So, so what you're doing here is, is a great start and I'd be glad to, you know, help anybody, uh, that's a part of the uh, care pod family here. Uh, well, I would be glad to help it. out. I appreciate that so much. And, um, just so honored again to, grow up as children, but respect each other as adults in our own respective, uh, you know, professions, you know, yeah. as you will. So life comes full circle. Good. It really does. It really does. It really does. <laughs> you, you've helped my family many times on, Hey, what's going on? We're here. Hey, where can we get this shot? Hey, you gotta help us out. We're here. Mom needs a doctor, whatever it is. So again, it was, uh, my pleasure to help you and, and, and your mom. Um, and, uh, again, that's, that's what, uh, you know, what you're doing here is, is just helping people make the right connections, make informed decisions on, on things that can be a little challenging. So again, glad to have helped you through it and uh, would, would welcome the opportunity to help anybody else that uh, is part of your network here. Absolutely. We're going to change systems. We're going to, you know, change systems because, you know, we're going to demystify this kind of myth that you know, millennials don't care, right? Or yep, yep. that, you know, there are no respect for the elders, et cetera. We can go on and on. So um, this it. is an opportunity to do that together. So I appreciate it. Uh, Thank likewise. you so much. Great information right from the source. For more information on how to caregive like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.